The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. What we know about the laws of the universe is when we think about what it is we want, when we clarify that, we magnetically can attract it to us. But too often, I think when people are in business, they think, well, I just want customers. I just need traffic. I need people paying attention. And they don't think about specifically what type of traffic, what type of customers, what type of people they want to work with. So as I've been saying from the beginning, I want you to think about this whole process from a perspective you might not ever have considered when it comes to business. And I'm sharing this with you because I've learned to do this myself and it's made all the difference, not only in my business, which has flourished, but in my level of happiness. Like, I mean, you, you want to spend time working in a business with people who it doesn't feel like work. Like you love what you're doing. It's exciting. You get an adrenaline rush, your dopamine levels go up, and that's exciting. That's a type of customer who feels infatuated with you because you love what you're doing, and that requires some thought. It requires thinking about this in terms of relationships. So if you were looking for a relationship today in 2014, 2015, 2016, I think what we're seeing is more and more people are turning to online dating services because it's a shortcut. You're telling people specifically, here's what I'm looking for. And you're outlining it. And you're not just putting out into the universe. You're literally putting it out online. I want you to start thinking of your customers with that much specificity. I want you to imagine that we're creating a profile for the perfect customer. Just like you would if you're on a dating site and you're thinking about, well, I like people who are interested in athletics. I want somebody who's fit. And I would date someone who's within this range. Like you don't pick like, I will only date uh, 32-year-olds or I will only date 44-year-olds who, who live in Michigan. But you, you start to come up with a range of things. And yes, there's exceptions to every rule, but the closer we can narrow down your customer profile, the more likely you are to design everything you do around attracting them. So that's what I want you to start thinking about. Like, what does your ideal customer, future customer, look like? So for me, I had to think about the customer that I had at the time and the customer that I wanted. So when I first started this business with my husband, at that time, my customer was a fitness instructor. And it was a female with a very, very small amount of disposable income. She wasn't that interested in business. Very discerning customer who wanted to uh, teach classes and have find an easier way to do that. And uh, beyond that, what we needed to look for in terms of expanding our business was who was the customer I was looking to work with someday, not the day I started my business, but in the future, because I'm working with that customer now. And the person that I wanted to look for, the person that we wanted to work with, we had to identify a profile so that we could attract them to us. So literally, 
I, and I've, I've drawn a little sketch here. Everyone laughs because I like to do these little sketches. But um, I, I wanted to picture this profile of the person. It's a female because most of my customers are female, right? And, and she's, oh, in the range of 25 to 45. Some of them are older. Some of them are younger. But I, I could literally picture what she looked like and what she did and, 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 and what she was interested in. She's into fitness, so I'm drawing a little hand weight here. She's got a really good sense of humor. I don't, I don't really want to work with people who take themselves too seriously and I could easily offend them. That's not going to be fun for me. It's not going to be fun for them. Um, she lives in uh, the Southwest, maybe even in Texas. She reads magazines like Fast Company and uh, InStyle. She reads Entrepreneur Magazine. She reads Success Magazine, but she also reads uh, Health Magazines. She thinks that all those people on Bravo are crazy, but she can't help but watch the show herself. Um, she's spiritual, so she understands that connection. That's who I want to work with. Um, she has a husband. She's married. She has 2.5 kids. <laughs> She has an, an online business um, and, and ho a household income of over 100K. She likes fashion. She's not offended by other women who wear makeup. She gets the importance of mascara, the waterproof type. She uh, is, her online business is, is growing. So she's making money at it, but she also wants to focus on her family. So she's got some priorities. But generally speaking, the more I can kind of picture who this is, the better I can attract her to me. So I'm thinking about her. She likes fitness. She's got a sense of humor. She lives in the, she lives in, uh, the Southwest, maybe. I know what she reads. I know uh, a little bit about her family. I know a little bit about what's important to her. And, and this is who I want to work with. Not exactly, but this is in the range. And when I have a pretty good sense of, of who you want to, to be with, it makes it a lot easier to eliminate certain things, certain behaviors, certain types of directions that you might take in your business that are not going to attract this perfect customer. I, I think there, I have products and services that can serve someone who's making uh, $20,000 a year and just fresh out of college and not yet married and, and living in the, the Northeast. I have products to serve them, but ultimately, who I want to work with fits in generally this category. And it's really important that you start to identify who this person is so you can start attracting them to you. Today, my husband and I work with just a very, very small group of successful entrepreneurs doing what makes us happy, teaching them not how to uh, get more money, but how to do less, how to live life how to stay true to their priorities, how to have more success without having to work harder. And that's really rewarding. Now, if I was working with, on that level with a customer who had not yet started their own business, um, who didn't have belief in themselves, who uh, just didn't share a lot of the same beliefs that I do, it's, it, that, that becomes work. And I don't, I don't want to work. I want to love what I do. I want to be passionate about spreading my message and helping people. And in order to do that, you've got to identify who it is you want to work with and who you don't want to work with. 
and you've got to create that list on paper. You don't have to you know, necessarily do a, a drawing like mine, but you do have to create a customer profile. And that's what we're going to do today. That dream customer, who it is ultimately, not today, the dream customer. It's like, you know, have you ever dated a loser? Hasn't everybody dated a loser at some point in their lives? You know, when you've dated a loser, you think, geez, how did I end up with this guy or this girl? And you start thinking to yourself, the qualities, maybe they did have a few qualities. They're like, yeah, I'd, li I'd like to make sure the ne next person I date has this, this, and this. But I'll tell you what they're not going to do. I'll tell you what they're not going to have. I'll tell you what I won't tolerate. And it's very important you consider those things because those are deal breakers. They're deal breakers in relationships. And we're talking about relationships. So let's take a look. Let's take a look and answer some of these questions. Again, I want you to give me a general range. You're always going to consider that there are people who are going to fit into your customer profile who don't exactly match your list, but this is going to give you a much better idea of who it is you're looking for and how you're going to magnetically attract them to you. The first is, where do they live? Are they in Europe? Are they in the Southwest? Are they in the uh, Northwest? Where do your customers generally reside? Are they in big cities? Are they in rural areas? As much definition as you can give there as possible. What age do you best serve? I don't know if the average 16-year-old relates to me. I like to think that I'm young, but I, I don't know if that's who I'm trying to attract. I can tell you that I am trying to attract someone who's in that 25 to 45 range, but there are 55-year-olds who relate to me too. But if I identify with that 25 to 45, that's a little more narrowed down so that I don't have to worry so much about people who are in an older or a younger age range, whether or not I'm trying to please them. You can't please everybody. you got to narrow it down. The next is, are they married or are they single? And I certainly would never um, you know, discriminate against somebody who's, who's single. That's great. But I'm saying my ideal customer, I want to work with people and teach them how to improve their existing relationships. So it's helpful if it's someone who's in a relationship. Do they have kids? Because family is a big part of what I do, so I, I believe I can help people um, live better and more fuller lives and, and be better parents and have a strong business. So, so my customers have kids. Do your customers have kids in general? Remember, not every one of them, but in general, do your customers have the customer you want to work with? Not the ones today. The customers that you want in the future. Do they have children? Uh, what's their general household income? Because you don't want to attract customers who can't afford you. When I was doing personal training, first started doing personal training, I couldn't believe that anyone would pay me $25 an hour to, to count while they were doing bicep curls. I was like, am I really getting paid for this? I couldn't believe it. And because of that, I started attracting a lot of people who couldn't afford $25 an hour. And so the first time a holiday ran, came around or, or they had an unexpected bill, I was the first thing to be cut. And I quickly realized, I need customers who can afford me. And they, they don't see me as a, um, a luxury. They see me as a necessity. I make them more creative. I make them more productive. I make them feel better about themselves. And I need to start attracting those customers. And that meant I had to look for customers in a certain bracket of income. Annual income. What are your, the customers you want to work with, what is their annual income? Next. What kind of car do they drive? What kind of house do they live in? Or, what, or apartment or condos. Like, the more specific about their environment you can be, the better. Do they vacation? 
What are their interests and hobbies? Like for me, it's it's helpful for me to like think about crazy things like television shows and fashion, because I obviously that's what I'm, I like that stuff. And if if I'm going to attract people who think that you should uh, never wear makeup and that blingy stuff has no interest to them and they have no interest whatsoever in in uh, pop culture, we're just not going to relate that well. And I'm not going to have fun working with you. That's the truth. And this is about me enjoying my life. It's about you enjoying the customers that you work with. So you can be as specific as you want to be. This stuff is going to help you later because we're going to know where they're hanging out. We're going to know where your customers are the more we can identify what interests and likes and hobbies and profiles they match up with. What do they eat? Are they vegetarian? Are they junk food? Are they, are they um, on a health kick? Like, what do you know about your ideal customer? What type of magazines do they read? Are they reading People magazine? Are they reading uh, Crochet Weekly? Are they reading Fast Company and Entrepreneur? Are they reading Inc. magazine? Um, are they reading uh, In Style or are they reading Glamour? Because those are different readership. Um, what websites are they visiting? Where do they go frequently for their information? Where are they hanging out? What are they doing when they're online? What are their practices? Are they Facebook? Are they Instagram? Or are your profiled customers on Pinterest? You need to know those things. And I'll tell you what, nine times out of ten, they're hanging out where you're hanging out. Because we want to work with like-minded people, or at least people who are just a little bit above, so we've got to stretch. And then lastly, and here's the important one, who do you not want to work with? It's okay. No one's going to read this. I know who I don't want to work with. They're just people who don't get me. Like, I feel uncomfortable. I feel... um, like I have to make, I have to be like all buttoned up and and uh, talk about my degrees and and use the right lingo and terminology and I uh, I don't want to work with those kind of people. I just don't. I, and I, I don't want to work with people who are all about themselves. I don't want to work with people who are just climbing, climbing, climbing and refuse to take a breath and enjoy their family. I don't want to work with someone who, this is the truth, who's someone who's been divorced eight times and leaves a trail of kids that they're never talking to. I don't want to work with you. I, I don't want to give my gift to you because you need to take care of your stuff. I, so you just have to clearly define, I don't want to work with people who are complainers and negative and expect me to do the work. I want to work with people who are coachable and positive and happy and all of these other things. And the more clearly you put together this composite sketch, this profile, the more accurately you're going to be able to develop the plan that we're about to embark upon to magnetically attract these customers. This episode is a special episode brought to you by MarketingImpactAcademy.com. It's an online school that we open up registration to just once a year. If you want to build a better online business, if you don't want to be a slave to your laptop or your phone or to feel like you're constantly on social media, if you don't want to waste a ton of money developing websites or or spending money on SEO experts, I invite you to check out marketingimpactacademy.com. And if we have already closed registration by the time you hear this message, Don't worry, we'll put you on our list and you'll be first to be notified when we open up registration next year. To learn more and to take advantage of my free teaching videos, go to marketingimpactacademy.com and of course, I'll include a link in my show notes.